Welcome, welcome everyone to Wedding and Event Insider. We have an awesome new edition. Yes, that's what I say when I don't know what I want to say. I say the word awesome. But awesome is a great word because that's what this whole event is going to be for the next uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Uh, today, I am joined by the TCWE team. We have Michelle Torberg to my left. She is a real estate awesomeness person as well as uh, has a great photography business. And Thank you, Matt. Co-founder co of Twin Cities Wedding and Event Professionals. Thank you. We also have Elizabeth, Elizabeth Sherry, my sister-in-law, also with the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce. Yes, not wife, sister-in-law, director of special events for Twin Cities Wedding and Event Professionals. Welcome here. And Thank also you. our executive producer, Michael Sherry Jr., who does happen to be Elizabeth's husband. I married yeah. one of them. Married one of them. <laughs> yes, probably the better one. Coin flip, uh, really, what it was. Yeah, a little bit smarter than I am, and uh, much better hair. Uh, accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's accurate. It's accurate. So we are talking about kind of a fun um, issue um, that is careers, career journey in uh, the hospitality hospitality industry. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, maybe some ruts um, that we can have in our careers. Um, with some different perspectives as uh, an employee, as an employer, uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, also, just kind of how we transition in the industry as well. So, um, Elizabeth. <laughs> well, I'm calling on Elizabeth because, Elizabeth, you are the most prepared all the time. Oh. And I think uh, you <laughs> I actually I thought it was because I've had eight jobs within five years and I'm kind of a career transition <laughs> Hands expert. qualified. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, uh, have you actually... It takes uh, about two years. Two years <laughs> and she's sick of it. Two years. Time's Too up. Too bad that's not for husbands. <laughs> oh. But, uh, oh. There's got to be some kind of consistency. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we talk about careers, we're already starting out with a great banter. I have to tell you, we had some good little jazz at each other right before this whole thing. But um, it was good to warm up that way. As we talk about our careers, it's kind of fun to go down this nostalgic line, but we're going to actually keep it pretty overview. And as yes, I had eight jobs in five years and have been the self-dub expert of transitions. I am very curious about other folks' transitions through their careers and their lives. And I don't know what, Michelle, Matt, what have you guys experienced in your career as far as a career rut? You guys are really successful entrepreneurs in your own way, but there has to have been moments, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> I would say too, um, like, uh, I think too, sometimes I just know that I am an entrepreneur, I have to have that mindset. I, through the years, I've had to have some jobs in the in the mix of being an entrepreneur tour. So that's when I think about my career ruts, I guess it kind of, it kind of goes to that time in my life um, of when I would have had a, a career rut. But I do think that, um, yeah, just have really come to find out that I need to do is like what makes me come alive um, and and focusing on those times. And then the times when I have felt like I've been, a, been in a career rut, it's kind of like when I feel more stifled, where my creativity or my the ideas that I have aren't able to be as, as explored or done as, as I would like to have them be done. Um, so, yeah, I got a couple of different tips. I'll interject at different times, but I guess I would definitely say yes. Um, mm -hmm. I've definitely experienced those career ruts um, in my journey as well. And Matt, being a business owner, is there more? Oh yeah, yeah. Being a business owner, there's a there's a lot of ruts. Uh, I'm I'm fortunate that I really enjoy the industry, and I, I think I enjoy the industry 
more than a lot of other people. And that's why I've been in it for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are a lot of challenges, especially as a, a business owner. Uh, one of them is not having any money. And it, when you're running a business and you're running on a low margin sometimes and uh, you find yourself borrowing money um, on a regular basis, it, it, it can really make you question why you're doing what you're doing. Um, also a lack of decision-making ability sometimes because myself and Mike, we're, we're kind of on a legacy plane with, with our company. We, we love the industry. We didn't plan on doing this, but our parents did start it in the eighties and, and we kind of fell into something where things were done a certain way and, uh, having a lack of kind of being able to make those decisions, um, creates, creates a thought process where you're not sure where you're going to go and if you're going to continue or if it's worth all of that. Um, is that, is that your Darth Vader? <laughs> that is my, my Apple Darth Vader. Just so you know, we're filming a podcast. Please turn your phones off. Yeah, I, I Who do you I have as the, as the Darth Vader entrance theme song? It's somebody ominous. It's his fiance. It, it, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Change that to something happier, please. It's, it's everyone. Everyone gets the Apple Darth Vader. Oh, Starts out sure? as the Apple ring and then turns into uh, the Imperial March theme. And I apologize to everyone. He's um, never going to have his phone out again next yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we're talking about mom and pop books, mom and pop. <laughs> yeah, show. mom and mom and pop books. And I, I love my parents and they did an amazing job. And, you know, uh, but we myself and Mike had visions and uh, we needed the ability to kind of make that vision come true. So uh, they kicked we, mom and dad to the curb and then we did and, <laughs> and offered to pay them for the rest of their lives. And uh, and it's well deserved. Fair, because, fair. Uh, they Very gave good. us opportunities that we truly appreciate. And we're a bit hey, well, it's a really area. interesting point. The life cycle of a business and an entrepreneur mm -hmm. of you taking on a business from parentals that would have had a different vision. And I, I will say that I've seen changes in a way that you guys have done your business, which is interesting to say. But when you I have to say when you when you said you ran out of money or the money part of it. I laugh as what Paul, uh, one of our team members says is a girl Friday. So it's like running out of money. This is why I work for the man. <laughs> to all the entrepreneurs out there, I you just wait for the paycheck to come in. You don't have to necessarily worry about the money. Like, you know, you've earned it, especially if you're a commission person. If you want to raise, you work harder. That's just the way it is. <laughs> you grind a little bit tougher. Whereas I guess a business person, actually probably has a very similar a business owner, similar aspect to that. We don't like to uh, answer to people. <laughs> that's yes, basically yes. Yeah. Like, at home. I like know. Well, people tell me what to do. Charge. Right. And that's actually where I could talk in into it too about that a little bit too, is like where you are the, the entrepreneur and you're running your business. But then there are times when the money's not or seasonal as it can be definitely in the wedding photography business as I experienced it. Um, where you do have to go run to a job for a time or a season. Mm -hmm. And that's actually like what I referred to before where my career ruts where I can, I can name many of them because it's when I've had to go back to that job mm -hmm. to bring in that steady income um, and that sort of thing. And that is those times. But I, it does make me feel for those that are in those jobs where they know it's, it might, I might not, I had the freedom to be like, I can move out of this after a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, but boy, when you have to, a lot of my colleagues I could see also wanted to leave, but mm -hmm. they didn't, they had that fear. They wanted to stay comfortable in what they knew. Um, and then just that, you know, not being able to step out and be able to come out of there. But I would just encourage people that are in feeling like that too, where it's just like to, to explore their options and to be able to look at what they can, um, 
not just staying comfortable, but, but with it, assessing what makes you feel alive mm -hmm. and being able then to dream and to look at what that could be in your, in your future. For me, it was, I, I do like being the entrepreneur and I know Matt would probably say the same thing. It's like that, that time freedom that you get when you're, when you can do your own thing and take care of people and go after what makes you tick um, in helping people. Um, that's what makes me come alive. And that's what, I don't know, just helps me yeah, <laughs> in well, my get journey. Back into it. Get I think back having into a it. vision, having a vision going forward, mm -hmm. having that vision that you're working towards does help you get out of those ruts. Because in the industry in, in general, there's a grind. Mm -hmm. There's a, mm -hmm. a daily grind mm -hmm. and it is it is tough. You have, you have clients that want a lot, mm -hmm. expect a lot. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times are paying a lot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're not paying a lot and still expect exactly that same amount of surface. Mm -hmm. um, you have team members that you're, mm -hmm. you're trying to organize and, and schedules that you're trying to organize and people that are not doing what you ask them to do sometimes. And how do you build that culture and how do you build something when there is that grind? It's easy to get bogged down into the the minutia of working every Saturday and working mm -hmm. events until midnight or one o'clock. Well, and or, now how do you come out of that? Cause that's the grind that wears on people. They're wears and they don't fall back in love with the industry or back in love with the job. So how do you come out of that to want to show up on Monday after being in on a Sunday? Oh man. How do you want to, I think that you just got to look at the, the mission that you're trying to com complete, you know, what, when you're doing those types of jobs, where do you want to be in that career path? Mm -hmm. Is this where I want to be the entire time or am I trying to move up? Mm -hmm. Am I trying to move over? Mm -hmm. Am I trying to do a different position, but am I showing my employer that I've got the goods, that I can, I can work late, I can work hard, I can do this grind? And something we talked about briefly, Elizabeth, was uh, kind of the, the ability to be a little bit less agreeable and just ask, you know, for sometimes it's about money, you know, sometimes you're doing a lot of work and you're getting paid okay, but you think that, you know, that extra $5,000 a year could really make or break and make your life a lot better. And sometimes it really can. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to do the work, but also be able to go to your employer and say, hey, I'm doing these things. I'm doing these for you guys. I'm doing a great job. Mm -hmm. I think I deserve this. You know, can you mm -hmm. consider that? And I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of employers don't give raises because they're not asked for, honestly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's an easy way to get out of a rut. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Big old pay raise. It's an appreciation. I think being appreciated really does help ruts. And as an employer, mm -hmm. that's kind of the realm I go in. How mm -hmm. do I consistently show my employees and my team members how much I appreciate them, mm -hmm. how integral to the part of the success of the mission that they are, mm -hmm. how much they mean, not just to us and the company, but how much they mean to each other mm -hmm. uh, as far as taking that vision and moving forward. So um, that, that, that that's what I understand on my side as an employee. I haven't been an employee for a very long time. Yeah, it's wonderful. It <laughs> <laughs> When you talk about the consistent paycheck again, you know, I think or the lack of responsibilities, or those yeah. lack of phone calls at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night well, about a photo booth, you get to turn it off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think one thing is you know when you're talking about how do you fall back in love and how do you get back, you cope with that that rut is sometimes it's just finding some perspective within your industry, um, what other people are doing. You know, I know when we go to our owners meeting every year, you know, it's always a it's shot. A refresh. In, yeah, it's a shot in the arm, and you see people that are doing the same thing you're doing. But they're they have a different mindset. You know, maybe they're doing something differently than you are. But even just seeing them happy within the same industry can say, hey, well, 
I've, I've been like that too. Why am I not now? And just think, taking that reflection from seeing some other perspective. I know when we redid our old office, it was because I, we went there and I saw everybody had these new offices and I felt like ours was junk and I came back and, it was. you know, I tore down some walls and we put up, uh, <laughs> yeah. we put up new offices, you know, and that's before this place. But, um, sometimes just getting that per perspective, I think. Well, um, the love as I reflect back on my career that I found throughout every job is more a reflection, I guess, for me on the life balance paired with it in my twenties. I loved my job because it ended at 10 PM and I got to see some really funny things at a wedding. And then I met up with my friends at a bar and I was already dressed up and I would have some stories to regale them with. And it was quite fun. Uh, that was, and then there was events. Oh my goodness. You guys, do you guys remember events when you could dress up in a yes, nice yes. dress <laughs> and you were out and there was free alcohol and you'd walk away out of this building like the most glamorous person. Now that was my twenties. And that's why I loved my job. Now, as I move forward and I think about why I love my job now, I love my job because it ends at 4 PM. I mean, yes, I will work every now and again on my computer, but I love my job because I can be a mom first. And so a lot of other things in my job that I love, but the pieces of it, it just seems to go with the life cycle of my life. And that's the part that I think people need to find is their evolution to a job that makes sense for their life, for them to be who they are. And that's where I found right now who I am is I want to be a mom. I sometimes want to be a wife. <laughs> and then on top of it, I want to be able to do things like TCWP. I want to be able to network and, and get to know people. And this is the job that fits perfectly. And I don't see myself changing that for a while. So I just need to find that right path for you um, and the love that you can find for that. It helps when it balances out when your husband has so much flexibility because he's a self-employed man. <laughs> I think uh, he got hit on something. Balance. Balance is yeah. really what it is. Is that you're, As you're saying, if life changes, your priorities begin to change. And having that work-life balance is really important. Is what you're doing fulfilling you? And is what you're doing allowing you to do other things that are fulfilling in your life as well? Yeah. And, um, right. I could talk about the seasons of your life too, um, especially like being a mom as well, mm -hmm. having a photography business as I did. And having, I loved having that freedom of being able to be home, even though my nose was in the laptop, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. editing and that sort of thing too but mm -hmm. I was still aware and constant you know the kids were still around me and that sort of thing mm -hmm. so that for that season of my life it really fit what you know encompassing what all I was wanting to do mm -hmm. um at that season and time in my life um and then taking a job at different seasons when the daughter was in college and that sort of thing too just to help finance that time of our lives um, and then now that my kids are out of college now, woo, um, which is you can do whatever you want. I know. Oh, I'm free. Yes, I'm free. Um, and explore other opportunities. And man, it's, it is such a joy, um, to come to that side of it too, as far as just like, oh, I can choose now for me and what I want to do and what I want to look forward to and put my time and energy into. So, but it is, I think it very much fits what happens in life is what your seasons of life and where you're at in life. And then just having the different things. Because a job is a job, the you know the money is the money, the entrepreneur time. I mean everything that we go after, but really it is what we do within our time in our lives with our family and our friends and what we're wanting to perceive and do for ourselves. That's what really matters when it comes down to it. And surrounding yourself with good people um, is just definitely something I would say. Um, kind of going even back to what Michael was saying too, and getting other people's perspective and their thoughts is very important. Um, because what you fill your brain with, with the people, if they're naysayers and mm -hmm. 
staying in that rut. You can stay there and you can just party on with them and be negative and just um, have a hard time Mm -hmm. or pull yourself away from that and say, I'm going to go to the next level. Even if it is, I'm still going to do this job or I'm still going to do whatever this is, but I'm going to change my perspective and my thoughts process on it and how am I going to cope and get to the next level? What are those steps? And and what is it outside of my job that I can do? Can I volunteer? Can Mm -hmm. I go network? Who can I surround myself with Mm -hmm. to bring about the changes that I want to see? Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting you say that because I always said that you don't leave a job that you like the people that you work with. But I did have to one time and I'll give a little shout out to the Van Dusen team. I love the team I worked with at the Van Dusen. We had a great time, but it was my life was weddings and 70 a year. And we were there until 10, 11 PM. Some of the team members were there longer and started earlier. It was, it was a lot of work. And Michael and I were just starting our lives. We were a married couple. We were talking about kids. And I was just like, I can't imagine not being able to be there for bath time all the time. And and then, so that's why I had to do a career change and Guthrie offered a little bit more consistency, but with the flair of events still. So that was a nice transition at the time, but you do miss your colleagues. The truth is, though, you do find new colleagues that you love just as much. And so I've now had an experience of having two different sets of colleagues after that, that I was just like, I can't imagine leaving this team. But you just keep the people in your life when you can and, and that they come along with the journey with you. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We bring that up when we're talking about uh, Matt. You mentioned our parents and, and going. Yeah, you've kept those guys along on the journey with you, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> but just the, the change in mentality that you have, have sometimes as, you know, as an employer and, and and you obviously, you know, our dad and he's, he is who he is. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be as a business owner, like it's, it's my way or the highway, it's gotta be this way. And I think one thing that we've realized, um, you know, even just over the last few years is it, it our industry and our company is people. So, you know, you have cameras, you have equipment, but it's all about the people and the people have to kind of be first. And if you create that atmosphere where people don't want to leave, you know, where, you know, we have, you know, turnover when somebody doesn't really kind of connect with the culture and you can tell right away and they're not here long. And then you have some people that are, you know, they, they stop DJing, but they'll still DJ for us twice a year because they love us, you know, and there's that connection of, of, of that. So, you know, from the other side of it, it's, you know, employers have to be cognizant of, of what the morale is on your team and, and be able to spot a rut, right. And be able to say, mm-hmm. Hey, this is, this is something that I need to take care of now, or I'm not going to have a team, you know? And, and I, I, remember what I was watching the other day, but it was some billionaire was talking about his company. And he said, you know, when you walk in the door and you talk to that person at the front desk, they will tell you how much they love to work there. And I think that's a powerful point that, you know, employers can easily miss because you get caught in the minutia of the money and that you got to make this decision and you got to make that decision. But sometimes, you know, those things have to be made because if you don't have the people, you don't have a company in general. So. When that kind of team and those coworkers are around each other and they are a good team that is in sync with each other, um, it makes everything a lot more enjoyable to deliver that product or that service to the client, you know. Um, and they can see that. Yeah, I think so. They can see when people love their job. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can see it uh, just with us when, when teams are working together. They can see how much they're enjoying working together mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, what the benefit to that is to the client is people are having a really great time. Mm-hmm. You know, people are enjoying themselves. Uh, uh, Everything is nice and smooth. They're not thinking about it, you know, but they see the interaction that we have. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it ends up making a great product and a great service in the end. Um, and it makes it more fun just to go to work. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice. I mean, you want to build a culture where people want to be around work and want to be there and want to be a part of it. Um, now, are there any last little tips? I mean, you guys are coming from that entrepreneurial perspective, but are there last 
little tips that we want to give to folks about transitioning through careers or thinking of their employees or what have you um, for that final little bit for them, a nugget to take away. I got one real quick. I think noticing the difference between a bad day and a rut, right? Because yeah. not every day is going to be the best day of work, right? I've had times here where I, I mean, and I really do love owning a business and, and being the position I am, but where I've just been like, what is going on? Why, why today when things add up, you know, pile up, I guess. Um, but knowing that, Hey, some days are not going to be as good as others, but you know, that's not a rut. Don't make decisions necessarily rapid quick on maybe one bad thing happening. You know, take some time, get some perspective, like I said, and, and really make the right decision for yourself and, and what's good for you and your family. Yeah. If you're in a rut, you're waking up in the morning dreading going to work yeah. and it's on a pretty regular basis. You know, you don't want to do the work that you have to do. You don't want to see the people that you want to that you have to see. Um, and that is something that you have to change mentally. You you know, it, maybe it's not the right position for you. That's one thing. Maybe you're in an abusive situation. Uh, maybe it's just the way that you communicate with people. You know, uh, maybe it's something that you can really be open to how people are reacting and how people are communicating with you. And you choose to communicate in a different manner um, by getting and that gives you different results and it makes helps people react in a different way. Um, so you can build a stronger team that, uh, you know, maybe you're going to enjoy yourself more. Uh, the other thing, you know, just even in, in our philosophy here at Complete Wedding Events uh, is choosing your attitude. Your, your mind is very powerful. And if you simply choose that you are going to feel this way and you do it with a smile and you pick up yourself by the bootstraps, I know that sounds cheesy, but um, and you choose that attitude, eventually you start to believe it and you start to feel it. And that starts to change everything around you, starts to change the people around you and the communication that you give. I think sometimes too, what I remind, like sometimes, because everybody goes through, yes, having bad days or just when you feel kind of crummy. Yeah. <laughs> um, just reminding yourself of what your achievements are. Sometimes going back through those um, testimonials or different times when, or even, you know, like employer um, positive achievements that you have. But whenever I'm just feeling crummy or just down on out, if you go back and read through those things where you have impacted somebody's life and you remind yourself of that. And I think sometimes too, when I'm feeling crummy, go out and do something for somebody else. It just makes you feel better. It lifts you up. I don't care what situation you're in. You can do something simple. Mm -hmm. And doing that simple act of kindness um, or being generous with somebody is, it's just going to change your day, change your outlook, no matter what your own circumstances currently are. This is why you're a wonderful person. That's oh. one of the wonderful things about <laughs> hospitality is it gives you yeah. that opportunity to really do that. You know, yep. I, I, one of my ruts was figuring out what am I, when I'm, what I'm doing with my career, am I, am I having fun with it? Is this really what I want to be doing? Is what I'm doing actually important? And as I start to age and my children get older, I start to realize how literally important what we do in hospitality is. Making someone feel good. Mm -hmm. Making serving someone helps you feel good. Yep. Um, when you create a situation and a memory in people's lives in events that are literally life changing and you know those memories are going to be with them for a lifetime, you know, it's you start to realize the, the difference that you're actually making in the world. You know, everyone needs an accountant. I'm it's not McDonald's. <laughs> you know, I, but I don't like being an accountant. That's why Mike is the accountant. You know, um, I like serving people and it makes me feel good when I serve at church. I feel good. I feel more complete. And this industry 
really allows you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to realize that, mm -hmm. you know, and once you do, you, it feels good. It feels really good. Yeah. Well, and for the girl Fridays of the world, I'll say this <laughs> is that, you know, think about the grass being greener on the other side or not. Do you really need or want the benefits of their other side? I've made career jumps that were actually the wrong jumps, but if I were to look back, it, it led me to where I am. So it's all the right things. But at the time I made a change that maybe I shouldn't have taken that risk, but I'm glad I did. Uh, but did I lose benefits or possible salary or other things of that nature? I mean, yeah, I, I definitely, again, like I said, I took those risks and made those jumps, but I could do that as a girl Friday. There, those bigger risks as an entrepreneur are harder to take and harder to do. Uh, but I, I guess from that perspective, you guys were talking and it was actually almost like taking notes is having that great relationship with your boss and letting them know, maybe I'm not, I am waking up every day, not liking my job. And why is that? And don't leave the job before having that conversation with that person, because maybe you respect the team and the boss enough to know that you want to be able to still stay there, but something is not filling your bucket. You're not feeling that joy every day. So I, I wrote a note to me like, I'm going to ask boss or this, you know, what have you. And not right now, because I have the most fabulous boss and I really enjoy what I'm doing. So I have no complaints there. Uh, but it is something where you have to have that communication with your team. You have to have that communication with your employer. And I think that that builds that loyalty and trust because yeah, maybe the boss is like, you know what? You actually haven't been that great of an employee. I don't want to bend the rules or anything, but I bet you if you have, um, then they will. And one thing is for the girl Fridays of the world is there's a workforce shortage. So remember that, that you are a valuable asset. Yes, and don't, yes. don't necessarily for the bosses that I'm staring at right now in the room, just know <laughs> that you can ask for raises and you can um, ask for certain benefits and it's okay. <laughs> they yes. probably won't fire you. Michael actually says that to me all the time. He's just like, what are they gonna do? Fire you? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's, that's the fear that we have on our side of not right. being the boss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, I think that, that they, they want to know that information too. Mm -hmm. you know, like, how can I make this better for this person? Mm -hmm. And um, they don't want to lose you. They put mm -hmm. training into you. They, um, you know, your time that's invested there. So having, I think you're exactly right. Opening up that communication um, because, and seeing if there's a workable path to make it so that, yeah, I enjoy coming back into work today mm -hmm. and I've got a spring in my step and mm -hmm. I feel empowered, mm -hmm. you know, and that I think is what most people want. It's just to feel heard and empowered and able to make decisions and go forward. So, and opening up that communication. So I think that's great. Yeah. And if it's time to move on, don't burn bridges. There you yes. go. Don't burn bridges. <laughs> Not in this industry. Friend, do it the right way. <laughs> great and uh, you'll always have friends in the industry. That's you'll right. always have people that have your back, that can help you out, that can give people you references. People forget. People do not forget. How many people have we had that have just have stopped DJing and came back two or three later, years later and are like, hey, I'm in this transition. Do you have any gigs for me? Yeah, yep. absolutely. We do. Yeah. Or absolutely. people that have retired and, and, and just, you know, still done two, three, four events a year for us just because we needed the help, you know, and, and we have a good relationship together, mm -hmm. you know, we've yeah. all moved on. So mm -hmm. awesome. Um, this has been awesome. This has been a really fun conversation. Um, anything anybody else has to add? I think uh, I'm just going to go ask for a raise here soon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> Step into my office. Yes, you're fired. You're not fired. We need you. We need you. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been Wedding and Event Insider. Uh, make sure to learn a little bit more about this podcast, 
more about other podcasts and all of our great information, go to tcwep.com. Um, you can email us at info at tcwep.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think we're on the YouTube. I think we're on the tubes. We are on the we are everywhere of I the tubes. We are, uh, we are excited to do another uh, podcast soon as well. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy those subjects. And we want to do this on a pretty regular basis. So I uh, hope you all have enjoyed that. I'll leave you with one bit of advice. Everyone remember to get your dog spayed and neutered. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Cue song. The price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong. <laughs>